Hello and welcome to Crossview Radio, weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. Well, uh, as many of you uh, know, I uh, recently went to uh, an Answers in Genesis conference for pastors, and I'm excited today uh, to have actually a guest from uh, Answers in Genesis Creation Museum Ark Encounter uh, to be talking a little bit kind of about uh, the um, the museum down there and some things that I think uh, will be helpful and uh, encouraging to uh, to all of you guys. Uh, but I've got uh, Patrick uh, Knuski with me today, and uh, he is the um, Director of Ministry and Media Relations at Answers in Genesis. And so, Patrick, thank you for joining us today. Hey, John. Good, good to be with you. Yeah, encouraging to have you. And as I was just mentioning, um, and we were talking a little bit uh, a few minutes ago, every time that I've been down to uh, the Creation Museum, the Ark Encounter, I've just walked away just tremendously encouraged. We use uh, Answers in Genesis material for our Vacation Bible School, and I'm always pointing people to the resources that you guys have available on your website. So thank you for, for doing everything that you guys do and in the role that you play there. Sure. It's a, it's really awesome ministry and I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just blessed to be part of it. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's one of the things that actually I think is a little bit unique, um, at least, um, you know, for what I'm used to is everything that you guys do is so professionally done. Um, and it, I'm just constantly blown away. Nothing's cheap or chintzy. Um, everything from the Ark, the Creation Museum, the the website, the articles available, um, Answers Magazine, you know, uh, the the, the um, Vacation Bible School material. It's all just top notch, high quality, and I think that that that's a good testimony. I think, particularly as you guys are ministering, not only encouraging Christians, but um, hopefully, uh, having opportunities to share the gospel with uh, with unbelievers as well. So. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, just talking about the two attractions, we're quite frankly in competition for people. Where are they going to go on vacation? Sure. You know what? Sure. It, what do they want to spend their money on? It. It's yep. it, you know, I don't want to trivialize it too much, but really, if if the place isn't quality, if you don't have quality exhibits yep. and a quality message, then the word will get out. Yeah. And nobody will come and visit. So you have to you have to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there um, you know, for this uh pastors conference and again just just commending um, you know, you guys for the the quality job that was done there. But one of the things that I've always What did you think of that meal that you went through? <laughs> well, at, <laughs> I have to confess to you, I, I did not go to the meal. Oh, it wasn't, you I, missed it. <laughs> I wanted to go. I So what we did actually was we brought, uh, I brought my family, my wife and three kids down with us. Right. And so it was kind of a little competition between do I go to that meal or do I take my family out and spend some time with them? So yeah. the family kind of kind of trumped that. But I did... I, I really wanted to go to meet some of the speakers <laughs> and kind of walk through. Uh, right. So. Well, just to let your <laughs> listeners know what, what happened was we had 800 people for dinner, and it was the second night or so of the conference. I don't know. I can't remember which night of the conference it was, but yeah. uh, we had this progressive dinner that went through the museum itself mm-hmm. in, in Petersburg, Kentucky, and it was, man, we got rave reviews on that thing. <laughs> it was really awesome. 
Now I feel like I missed out. So <laughs> yeah, you have to, have to do it next time. I I do plan on going. Uh, hopefully, Lord willing, to uh, to the conference next year. But that's going to be at the Ark next year, right? Instead of the Creation Museum. Yes. Okay. Yes, next year's is in October at the Ark Encounter at our new Answers Center. Uh, we're really excited about that yeah. place. That's a twenty five hundred seat auditorium with a full basement, yeah. and we're just it's going to explode our capability down there. And now that that particular um i'm going to go to the whole thing because this is going to be really groundbreaking stuff that we're doing it's it's talk about we're going to talk about races the one race one race one blood and it's just going to be uh it's going to be awesome maybe just give since we're talking about that right now give a little plug for that because you know the the um you know the the unique thing well the true thing about christianity is the fact that we are one race and that as as you guys have continually just um put out in your materials that combats racism right there because we haven't right. evolved from different um so is that kind of going to be what it's about primarily there oh, absolutely or absolutely we um Ken really plays that up as we mm-hmm. are the human race. Yeah. There is one race, and we have different shades of – everybody has different shades of brown in their skin, right. uh, melanin. And, depend, you know, we're not white. We, you know, people sure. say that they were white. I'm, a, I'm Caucasian, but I'm not white. If I was white, you better call the paramedics <laughs> and have – you know, get a hold of 911 and have somebody sure. come and, and rescue me because – you know, I'm a shade of brown. It's very light brown, but yeah. again, everybody has that melanin in their skin, and it's darker depending on, you know, either your uh, background or where you live, or you know, just what's going on with uh, yeah. you in your people group. And now, you know, there's obviously people groups, different looks, mm-hmm. all over the world, as there are with. Uh, the animal kingdom itself there's different looks for different places depending on what the animal is yeah and and contrast that with you know evolution which mm-hmm. you know really was um uh, probably not so much now but was particularly at one time the biological justification you know for for racism mm-hmm. because you know you come from different um you know groups of people and you're evolved at different rates and all these kinds mm-hmm. of things but um, we so, do yeah. play that up. We actually play that up a bit in our uh, Tower of Babel exhibit down at the Ark Encounter. Okay. Um, and that that's uh, that's right. I mean, it's yeah. the <laughs> evolution is really does play to the racism card. So we yeah. uh, we try to trump that. One of the things that I've been just always encouraged with as I go through um, the museum and, and and your materials is is you you can't walk away without saying, and even this issue of race that we're talking about here, you, you can't walk away from it without uh, questioning, well, what's authoritative for, for Answers in Genesis? I mean, you unashamedly stand on the authority of the Word of God, and that really, right. I think, defines the mm. entire ministry. The, the Ark, the Creation Museum, it is all just saturated through and through with Scripture— um, can you maybe just explain a little bit of, of your thinking on that and, and how that kind of plays out into why you do what you do? Well, you, you just can't equivocate on the word. If you, mm-hmm. if you say that you're, you're a Bible-believing organization um, 
and we stay we say that in our mission statement we're we stand on the authority of god that's our reason for being here yeah. um then you have to you can't equivocate you can, you have to take it from the very first verse and take it on through yeah. otherwise you're trying to justify well I said this because I didn't really believe that part, but this part I do believe, and, you know, and you're always trying to, you're always trying to explain yourself. So yeah. just take it from literally from the first verse, first word in the beginning, God. Yeah. And that's, you know, from there, it just, it just skyrockets from there. That was one of the things actually at the pastor's conference, John MacArthur was one of the speakers there. And, um, I think he was asked a question, you know, how is it that, you know, the Master Seminary, how is it that these that this ministry has stayed so true to the Word for so long? And it was interesting, his answer. His answer was because of the stand that's been taken in Genesis 1 to 3. And mm. I think, and that's that defines answers in Genesis as well. And I, I think that's, right. you know, the moment that you uh, open that up for doubt— uh, you begin, you know, opening up the entire scripture for doubt. And did Jesus? Did God really say? Is Jesus really the only way of salvation? And uh, you begin to really erode the word of of God. So I'm right. I'm grateful. That's a really for you guys. good point, John, because we we considered um, we consider Genesis as the foundation for the Bible. Yeah. Obviously, it's the first book, but it's also referred to throughout the Bible, and you can't discount it. Uh, some pastors that are out. Uh, these days will say, hey, you know, Christians, you don't need to worry about the Old Testament. Yeah. That's old stuff, and we're not under that kind of law mm-hmm. anymore, and blah, blah, blah. But that can't be any further from the truth. Mm-hmm. The, the Genesis is the foundation, and actually some of our graphics uh, that Ken talks about in his talks uh, display it that way as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that as your foundation, then the whole thing crumbles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually uh, right now preaching through the Gospel of Mark, and Lord willing, uh, next year I'd like to start preaching through uh, through Genesis, which I've not done before. So, uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to really spending some good time, particularly in the first three and really first eleven chapters of Genesis, to mm-hmm. set that foundation for uh, for what's uh, what's authoritative. Now, on the other hand, some people I think um, you know, and, and I've heard talked about some people will will say, well, you're so Bible-saturated, you know, there, there's no science, or the science is not mm-hmm. real there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, anyone who, who, goes, who actually takes the time to go through both of those, uh, you know, exhibits, uh, the Ark or the Creation Museum, would have to walk away realizing that that's not the case. I mean, you're saturated with Bible as the authority, but there's, there's science everywhere that you go. Right. Um, and we have uh, we have some really awesome folks on our staff here too. Some PhDs from uh, all over the the, the world, actually uh, paleontologists, uh, biologists, mm-hmm. um, microbiologists, uh, just these expert a cosmo a cosmologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we consider the stars and what they mean to creation, and it's just uh, it, we are so blessed to have these. Yeah you know, awesome Christian leaders and experts in their field. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way they present it, the, the science is all over it. I mean, yeah. the Bible confirms science. Yeah. If uh, if you read it and you take it, uh, just, I mean, just if you just consider the way uh, the six days, the six days of creation, sure. 
it, it explains everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just consider um, the animals that God brought onto the ark, mm-hmm. you know, it's all laced with science. And it's just, uh, it, it, again, science or the Bible confirms science. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, even, um, again, going back to Genesis 1 to 11, there are so many truths in those chapters that mm-hmm. that explains this is why the world is the way it is today. I mean, and I've, you know, and Ken Ham, of course, has gone through uh, a list of things in Genesis 1 to 11, but just I, I think of off the top of my head, I mean, you know, why why do we wear clothing? You know, well, that's mm-hmm. that's given to us in that passage. Why Why is it that um, you know, there's death and suffering and sin in the world. Well, that's mm-hmm. in Genesis 1 through 11. Why is it that what we is, have a What is marriage? Week? Yeah, what is marriage? Uh, Genesis yeah, 1 yeah. to 11, you know, that's mm-hmm. being attacked today um, mm-hmm. and, and attempted to be redefined. So why is it that we have marriage, and why is it the way that it is, one man, one woman for life? You know, that kind of thing. Well, it's given to us right there. Right, um, exactly. Our, our seven-day work week, you know, that's mm-hmm. nothing, you know, in astronomy that gives us that. It's um, or, or seven day week, uh, but wh- why is it? You know that's Genesis one to eleven. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, and again when we talked about race a minute ago, or or probably more mm-hmm. accurate, you know, ethnicities. You know, that's the mm-hmm. spreading of people at the Tower of Babel and the language groups, and so so it mm-hmm. just at, to your point, science, you know, in the Bible are not at odds with one another. Right, they go along with one another. So, and that's always right. encouraging to see that. And we have out. a lot. We have a lot of really um, world class, you know, uh, museum quality exhibits at yep. both attractions that really play that up. I mean, we have a, a flood geology mm-hmm. uh, exhibit down at the Ark. Were, were you able to get to the Ark? Yeah, I, I was. Okay, yep. good. That's good. Yeah. And then the flood geology. I mean, it talks about and, and I, I, based on archaeological finds and the writings and what mm-hmm. it says in the Bible. What did the earth look like before the flood? What did the flood do to the earth? Yeah. And quite frankly, we're still recovering from the flood yeah. when when you really uh, examine the evidence. Yeah, and when you look at it from that worldview, um, you know, obviously we're, we're biased. You know, we um, everyone is biased. I mean, they look at it through the lens of whether it's secular humanism or evolution or, you know, whatever— um, that's that kind of gives the criteria for how they're going to interpret the evidence according to their their perspective. Um, mm-hmm. But um, you know, you look at it through a, a lens of the flood, and everything makes sense—the fossils and and the, the you know all the layers, and I mean all this stuff—it just fits together with. Uh, with well, the, the scientific community is more and more thinking that you know, just take the Grand Canyon for instance. Yeah. Um, the Grand Canyon—they're thinking more and more that. Um, more and more scientists are aligning with mm-hmm. that it didn't it wasn't a little bit of water over a long period of time that carved out the Grand Canyon. It was a lot of water over a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And then you can contrast that to what happened with Mount St. Helen. Yeah. You know, in weeks there was canyons carved out and and you know the landscape was changed dramatically from yeah. that one event. Yeah. Yeah, and that it's interesting to to your point there that secular scientists slowly are are starting to come to more and more conclusions that you know theologians have said for years. There's one um, 
there's one book where uh, the author says something. Uh, he he says uh, actually, I think about the quote here. He says um, he says for the scientist who has lived by his faith in the power of reason, the story ends like a bad dream. He has scaled the mountains of ignorance. He's about to conquer the highest peak. As he pulls himself over the final rock, he's greeted by a band of theologians who have been there for centuries. <laughs> and, oh, 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 oh. and that's uh, pretty good. <laughs> I. I you know, when you say that, when you say, you know, they're starting to, to say, well, maybe this was, a, a, you know, a flood or something, a short period of time instead of millions of years, I can't mm-hmm. help but think of a quote like that where it's like, you know, yeah, we the, the Bible has been saying this, the Bible is authoritative, and more and more secular scientists are coming to um, biblical conclusions. They need to stop stealing from our worldview. And, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, and it just confirms, I think, the authority of the Word and the trust that we can have in it. So, Exactly. Uh, um, tell me a little bit about kind of what, what are you guys trying to accomplish? You know, what's the purpose, the Creation Museum, the Ark Encounter? Why, I mean, I assume people are kind of surmising from our conversation why they're important, but just maybe clearly why is it necessary to have these things mm-hmm. in today's world? Well, Ken, Ken Ham's vision uh, started way back when, um, when he was still in Australia. He was a, a science teacher back there, and he said, you know, there's really not a place for children to go, young people for go to go and, and check out a, a museum that tells the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would go around and take, take his classes to different places and just wasn't fulfilling. Uh, he came to the United States in the mid-'80s with his family, <clears throat> and uh, went to the Institute for Creation Research around the San Diego area mm-hmm. and still wasn't satisfied, uh, linked up with a couple of other fellows, and they came to northern Kentucky because it's a centrally located, sure. um, you know, to all the population centers within a day's drive. So uh, he said, uh, you know, we're going to set up shop here, and then the vision was still to – have a creation museum mm-hmm. and uh, that came into being and uh, opened the creation museum opened in 2007 mm-hmm. and then they started to think well what is the most iconic thing we might be able to build expand to that would show that you know god's god's authority is real it's mm-hmm. true if yeah. we if we were to build a life-size ark the ark uh, with the biblical dimensions that would show people that, hey, you know, this is possible. It's not a fairy tale. It is a true biblical account. It's history. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the reason for the Ark Encounter and, you know, the Ark, the iconic Ark down there as the centerpiece for uh, the Ark Encounter. Mm-hmm. With that being kind of the thinking behind, um, you know, the Ark, the Creation Museum, what is it that you're hoping that people are going to walk away from uh, from from both of these uh, these places. I mean, and, and maybe you could even say, what do you want the Christian to walk away f- with? What do you want the unbeliever or the evolutionist to walk away with? Well, first of all, with a Christian, just a affirmation that, you know, the Bible is, is, is real. It's true through these two attractions and, uh, that their faith can be confirmed and, and, you know, just <laughs> that they're on the right track because we do profess the gospel at both places. Yes. Uh, and we try to do that also in a way that uh, can, can reach the young people. Ken's real passion is for uh, the young, young folks because we're losing so many yeah. 
these days because they're just uh, uh, whatever they're taught is just whitewashes any anything that they're they might get in church. Yep. So we try to we're not the church to you know just to say that up front we're not the church but we do aid the church through mm-hmm. these two attractions. So it's just uh, first of all it's the you know we stand on the biblical authority and then we are presenting the gospel. So that that helps the Christian for the non-Christian it's really uh lots of folks come they're just curious like why did you build this thing and what does it really look like and uh there's a couple wow moments there especially when they round the bend in the bus coming up from the parking lot sure um everybody's touched by this thing and and i've seen people just um they come to tears actually Mm. by just the enormity of the place and just the message that we present wow yeah, and and just from from my own perspective, I'm I'm a millennial, and uh, I I went to public school, um, and I I actually remember the first time um, there was a, another student that I uh, went to school with who was a professing Christian, and uh, she gave me a copy of uh, you know one of the answers uh, book, and it was my first mm. introduction to answers in Genesis ministry, but one of the sad things is. You know, since that time, she has left the faith. I don't know how much she read that or was into that, but mm. I just see, um, you know, I grew up in uh, being a Christian and not believing in evolution, hearing that constantly in uh, in the public school system, and I think it's only gotten worse now, but, um, you know, it's, it's constantly there, and it's constantly telling you— and I, one of my teachers said, you know, well, I just want you to know that this doesn't mean that we're saying the Bible is not true. When in reality, you know, evolution as a, as a theory, it does say the authority of the Bible is not true. And so mm-hmm. I'm seeing my generation in particular, uh, and even the generation, you know, below me, is just continuing to walk away again and again and again. And I think, you know, as, as Answers of Genesis has continually said, I think a large part of that is because— of this um, evolutionary teaching in the public school right. that says, yeah. you know, we figured it all out, um, you know, we've arrived, and, you know, no need to trust God's Word anymore. So. Right, exactly. Well, we use the Pew Research statistics, and we, we kind of lean on those. And, we, you know, in a lot of Ken's talks, he'll show a chart where— yeah the you know the greatest generation this many folks uh, yep. regularly attended church and it just keeps going down yep. down and down and down and down as you get through the the baby boomers and the millennials and the yep. you know generation x and all that kind of stuff so yep. we're on this slippery slope and it's yep. uh, we're sliding fast yeah which makes to uh, the point earlier, it makes, uh, I think, the Creation Museum of the Ark all the more important um, mm-hmm. to have uh, have these things. And as you said, and I appreciate what you said a moment ago, I mean, you're not the church. Um, mm-hmm. You know, God, you know, Jesus says, you know, uh, that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church, and he's working through the church. But it's also helpful to have, I think, organizations like you guys helping to equip and educate mm-hmm. and things like that. What, um, you know, what, what kind of responses? We're talking about people you know, as we go down in the generations, more and more people are leaving the church. But uh, as far as the Art Creation Museum, what kind of responses are you getting from people uh, there? In particular, you know, Ken shares a story of, I think, some number of years ago, some atheists 
that had kind of a mock communion outside uh, the the Creation Museum. So, mm. I mean, obviously you're getting negative responses like that, but you're also getting positive responses. You, you share, as you've said, I mean, and this is something that I rejoice in, the gospel is presented uh, clearly mm-hmm. in both locations. Um, mm-hmm. And so people are constantly being exposed to that. What, what, what kind of responses are you getting um, because of the, the truth there and the gospel and all those things? Well, I'll just give you an example. The other day I was talking, and I like to go around to both attractions and just kind of inject myself in people's conversations <laughs> and say, hey, how are you? Where are you from? And what do yeah. you think of this place? Are there any, do you have any questions about what you're looking at? And this, uh, this two ladies, uh, they're from South Texas, way down in South Texas, Corpus Christi. And they, um, they are on this, I don't know how many day journey around the United States, checking out okay. um, faith-based uh, attractions and, and things to, sure. to look at. And they were doing the Ark Encounter uh, when I met them. And the one lady was just in tears. Mm. She was like, I cannot believe this is here. Mm. I cannot believe I'm standing on uh, the life-size Ark. So she was, wow. she was touched. Um, conversely, I've, I've had folks come up to me angry and say, uh, I didn't think this was going to be like this at all. I can't believe that you're cramming this down my throat and, and on and on and on. So, but I would say that the negative, um, comments and the negative attitudes are way down there. The positive far outweigh the negative. Yeah. So, uh, we're not, we're not, you know, buckling under the negative, sure. uh, press and things like that. We're, yeah. we're doing fine. And I mean, I, every time I, I, you know, I follow you guys on social media and stuff like that. I mean, it, it just seems like you're constantly just full of people all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys recently added that parking lot at the creation museum. And I think that right. was partly because the arc is now, you know, I mean, you, both places it's exploded are growing. <laughs> yes, it's exploded the guest population at the Creation Museum. The, the Ark Encounter in its first two years, we opened again in July of 16. Mm-hmm. By July of 18, we had over 2 million people wow. that had come to the Ark that's Encounter. Right. And so what that's done, it's it's just exploded the population. Yeah. The At the Creation Museum last year was their biggest year since they opened. Yeah. The first year... Um, was right around 400,000 the first mm-hmm. year in 2007. Last year it was it was nearly 500,000. Yeah. And it, you know, we get bus tours from all over the United States, um, yeah. youth groups, church groups, uh school groups, uh people come in here for all kinds of different things, reunions, birthdays. <laughs> uh this one guy I was talking to one day down at the ark, I said, "Well, Hey, sir, how's it going? You, you guys look like you really like each other. He's walking around with this lady. And he says, yeah, I just proposed to her this morning. And she <laughs> said, yes, at the ark. <laughs> so there's all kinds of different reasons why people come here. <laughs> uh, that'll be a memorable one for them. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, yes. I mean, but it's, for me, it's like until you go there, you don't, I mean, you see pictures and stuff, but you don't realize, especially the ark, you know, mm-hmm. how, how big it is and, you know, how, um, you know, just the massive size of the whole facility. Maybe maybe tell me a little bit about, I, I kind of hear things uh, here and there about 
uh, plans of expansion. You guys really mm-hmm. built the ark, opened it up right away with mm-hmm. the plans to kind of grow some things. Uh, can you talk maybe about what uh, things? Actually, maybe maybe share. Some people may have been there right when it opened up, right, and haven't seen things that have been opened up recently. Can you share what has happened since you guys opened the ark, and then sure. maybe what's going on in the future as well? Sure. Well, well, since we opened, um, actually, the bow and the stern on deck decks two and three, the bow and the stern, they weren't they weren't complete. So mm-hmm. that all it's all complete. All the exhibits are in the ark. They've been there for at least a year or so. Okay. Uh, so the ark is complete. On either side of the lake that's out in front of the ark, there is a uh, market village. Yeah. Uh, there is also a uh, monument village, uh, which or village market. I can't remember what it's called. On the west side, on the east side is the is the um, monument village, okay. and the monument village is really an edu- an education park where you go through and there's six monuments that are the major biblical accounts of what's going on before the flood. So it really orients the, the guest on what's going on, uh, as, as you're entering the ark mm-hmm. and back of the ark, we've installed a, um, on your way out to the zoo is a rainbow garden. Mm-hmm. And then we're also expanding the zoo. We're doubling the size of the zoo right okay. now. Phase one of that is already complete, mm-hmm. and that'll be open by the summer of 2019, the full thing. It'll okay. be a, a place where you can walk through. We're calling it a walkabout, Okay. where you can walk through uh, some some pens where the animals are actually in there with you. Okay. So you just kind of walk through with sure. kangaroos and, yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. So that's good. And then we're also uh, in the process of building a 2,500-seat auditorium, the Answer Center, mm-hmm. with a full basement. That, again, I think I talked about this before. That's going to explode our capability down yep. there to to do conferences and yep. movies and have speakers and, and sure. you know, all kinds of things. So that's going to be great. Yeah. That is going to open around the first of the year. The grand opening for that is going to be over the uh, Easter weekend. Okay. Right around the 19th of uh, April. Okay. And then beyond that, there are plans to build a uh, Noah's Walled City, a uh, Tower of Babel. Um, right. We're not really sure what's going to go first, but there's sure. there's lots of plans to keep expanding. Sure. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those things uh, continue to grow. And, 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 and again, not just so... Not just so we can grow and say, "Hey, look how big we are," but it's to sure. present the gospel to sure. to show that, you know, again, our stance is that the uh, on, on biblical authority. So yeah. Yeah. we're presenting the uh, biblical accounts as they actually were in the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys, I think um, so. Not only we talked about the Answers for Pastors conference there at, mm-hmm. but I think you're having the the um, Answers for Women conference. Is that right? That's be there right as well? before that. Okay. That's the first week of April. Okay, that's probably the first big thing we're going to have down there at the gotcha. Answer Center is the women's conference. Okay, the first week of April, and then right after that, the uh, uh, um, right after that in April is the uh, actually Answers for Atheists is is the okay. first. First thing, that's going to be our uh, groundbreaking—not okay. the groundbreaking, but the you know the uh, the big show that's going to put that place on the on the map. And then yeah. from there, you know, we have uh, concerts that are scheduled. So 
we won't have to worry about the weather and all that. This will sure. all be indoor yeah. uh, venues, which is good. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, actually. I had not heard of the answers for Atheist. Did you have that before, or is this the first time? We haven't had that before. Okay. Um, it's kind of an answer to uh, the Atheists are having their national convention in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Around the same time. Gotcha. And I think they wanted to do that. They're, I think their websites are saying that they're having it around this area because of the Ark and the Creation <laughs> Museum. So. Yeah. We're kind of countering that. We don't, you know, we don't shy away from sure. from things. So we want to have a uh, Christian answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Do you ex- just out of curiosity, do you expect that to be um a good number of atheists there or is it more of just equipping Christians to to talk to atheists? Oh, yeah, it's a it's a Christian thing for gotcha. I, I don't know. I I can't imagine you know, the atheists are welcome to attend, sure. obviously, but it's uh, answer for atheists yeah. is uh, gotcha. yeah, okay. is how to equip Christians. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, tell me a little bit about just you know someone maybe listening to this has never been to the Ark Creation Museum. What what do they need to expect? How should they prepare? You know, do they need to have? Is it half a day each? Is it a whole day each? You know, how do they mm. kind of? plan their their day and their trip for well that. first of all make sure you have good shoes because there's a lot <laughs> of walking <laughs> uh and prepare to do a lot of reading yeah. we have um you know obviously you have to we have a lot of signs on the wall uh posters on the wall that explain our different exhibits and all that so sure. there's a good amount of reading uh, if you buy a ticket to the museum it's actually good for two days mm-hmm. uh, it's a two-day ticket and then uh, the ticket at the Ark is for a day. I, I don't recommend trying to do both in one day. Yeah. It's just too much. They're separated by about 45 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, the Creation Museum's up by the Cincinnati Airport, which is in northern Kentucky. Okay. Uh, the Creation Museum's in Petersburg, Kentucky. And then the Ark is a drive down 75 south to Williamstown, Kentucky. Okay. Again, that's about 45 minutes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, um, you know, time to visit? Is there a certain, you know, time of year, day of the week, whatever? Is there a good time uh, to visit in particular or, or kind of any time? Uh, I would say any time. Our biggest days are Saturdays, okay. especially in the summertime. We, we are offering uh, that starting the day after Thanksgiving um, – I'm not sure when you're going to air this, but starting the day after Thanksgiving, there's several free things to come mm-hmm. to see at both attractions. You okay. can you can park for a, a small fee, and then you can come in and see all the lights, uh, and then you don't have to, yeah. you know, if you want to have dinner or something like that, or or buy some gifts for Christmas, that's fine. Uh, you don't act, actually have to go into the attractions themselves, but there is a obviously a, an additional fee. If you're going to go onto the ark, sure. one thing that's kind of neat down at the ark after five o'clock, and again these this runs from the day after Thanksgiving through December to December thirtieth. Okay. Um, if you come to the ark after five o'clock, you can pay a reduced price to go on the ark, but it includes dinner. Oh, okay. So for around thirty-two, thirty-three dollars, okay. I think it's thirty-two ninety-nine, something like that. You can Great. visit the ark, and then it, it includes a full. Full right. meal, full dinner. Cool, good. Which would be something neat. Yeah. Uh, we're offering also to our Grant County friends, uh, the Ark Encounters in, in Grant County, okay, down there in Williamstown. Uh, they have free parking now till the end of the year. Okay. 
free parking so they can come in and check out the lights they can go eat sure. they can go we have a glyce rink down there i don't know mm-hmm. if i mentioned that before it's a uh it's not ice it's a mm-hmm. polymer surface it's like skating but when you fall yep. you don't get wet <laughs> <laughs> i saw some pictures uh, of that yeah yeah that's kind of you can see that on our website yeah. but uh again the the glyce rink is like five dollars okay. uh, to do that which is pretty reasonable yeah and um, so the, our Grand County friends can come free free of charge. They can come onto the grounds and check it out. They can get something to eat. They can do some yeah. shopping. But again, if they're going to go on the um, on the ark itself, there's an sure. additional fee for that. Sure, sure. What mm-hmm. um, what what kind of from from your perspective, you know, someone comes to visit, um, any kind of additional tips, thoughts, uh, suggestions, you know, making the trip a little bit more, uh, enjoyable, easier, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. what, what kind of things would you suggest? Maybe, maybe things that if you're kind of just rushing through, you wouldn't see and you should see kind of thing. What, what do you have to suggest in that area? Yeah. Well, first of all, they, they really do need to make sure they carve out enough time. Sure. So many people, come to both attractions and I'll talk to them. They'll, they'll get there like mid afternoon, uh, at the arc. And they're like, Oh, I had no idea. There's not enough time. You're closing at six, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to help you out for the next day. Maybe give you a reduced price for the next day. Oh sure. no, we have to go to, we're on the road. We have to go here and there. And so make sure you carve out enough time sure. for at least a day at both locations. Yeah at least a day at both locations and then come with an open mind and come prepared to get both sides of the story. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that we really play up also yeah. is that you're going to get the, you're going to get the worldview. Yeah. You're going to get the biblical view yeah. and you know, you, you decide we're not going to cram it down your throat. Mm-hmm. Although the creationist view is very compelling. Yeah. Uh, the biblical view is very compelling. So come with an open mind and, and prepare to be blessed. Yeah, that's uh, to 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 that point. Um, you do. I mean, you go to uh, a secular museum and you don't see evolution, creation. Uh, here, you'll see. Here's what the evolutionary worldview is mm-hmm. and says. Here's what the biblical worldview is and says. And right. uh, that's it's just neat to see how how that um, how you guys uh, you know do that. So yeah, we yeah. present man's view and God's view and. Yeah. Uh, again, it's kind of like Fox News. You report, we decide. <laughs> or no, we report, you decide. And I got it wrong. <laughs> we report, you decide. So sure. you know, sure. it's it's up to you to make that decision. What what are you going to believe in based sure. on the evidence? Sure. So good. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, uh, any other last uh, last uh, words, last thoughts um, <laughs> to to share with people here? Well, I I think it's awesome that you're kind of featuring us on your show today yeah, glad um, to. we you know we see people from all over the world coming through here and obviously our, our locals which you guys are pretty local mm-hmm. uh we don't see enough of you so <laughs> welcome <laughs> you guys are welcome to come on down and, and check us out well we'll uh, we'll have to do actually when it first opened up when the ark first opened up we uh we just told our church look we're going down there i think it was uh probably october of 16 the first time that we went October, mm-hmm. November, and uh, we said, you know, hey, anyone from the church that wants to go, we're just going to go down together, and uh, so so we'll probably have to do that again sometime where we 
you know, just, mm-hmm. I mean, people can go anytime, obviously, but open up to the church and say, hey, let's just go down together and spend some time together. So hopefully we'll, we'll do that again. So but, yeah, yeah. Well, look me up when you come down. All right. Sounds good. I will do that. <laughs> Patrick, thank you so much for right. uh, taking some time out of your day. Really appreciate it and uh, your insight. And just, again, want to just say thank you so much for what you guys do to uphold the authority of the word down there. Thank you, John. It's good talking to you. Yes. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Orville YMCA. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit us online at crossvieworville.com. And find out more about Answers in Genesis, go to answersingenesis.org. Is that right? Yes. All right, answersingenesis.org. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.